Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Praise the Lord. That's good for me, but let's give it up for Jesus. Come on, y'all. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. Our Lord and Savior. Praise God. Who's excited to be in church? Come on. I'm really excited. And I'm really excited just to be here and giving the opportunity to, uh, to preach to y'all. Amen. So thank you, y'all. <laughs> thank you, Pastor James and, and uh, Pastor Kathy, y'all. Amen. Y'all ready for this? We had a great service. Great service last week. Uh, last week. My God, I feel <laughs> this morning. We had a great service. So I, I prayed for some people, and uh, it wasn't on my notes to, to do a salvation message. It's never on my notes, like, oh, I, this time I'm going to look and I'm going to call people if they want to receive Jesus. You know, this is, most people come to church that they're, they're already saved. They're, this is like a, a believer's meeting, amen? Um, but sometimes people do come in, and they're not sure where they're going to go. And so right before I was about to, I'm praying for people, uh, the Holy Ghost quickened in my heart, like quickened. There's somebody that, that's not sure where they're going to go. There's someone that needs to, to pray, to repent, give the call. I said, okay. And so just like that, I said, it's, you know, maybe someone's in here that's not sure where they would go, where they go to heaven or where they go to hell. And uh, one person came forth. A little old lady came forth. Amen. And she prayed. She, we, we all said it together as a family. Amen. This is a family. Amen. You go through something, we go through something. You, you t- let us know. We pray. We believe. We lay hands. We come in agreement. You're not fighting this by yourself. Amen. You got somebody in your corner. And, and Riverside of God, Riverside Assembly of God is your corner. So when you're going through something, it's like Pastor James, Pastor Kathy, all the pastorals, the whole body, we're going through something, and we're going to see it through. Amen? And so she just happened to come. She actually came from the food, pan- the, the, the food pantry on Tuesday. She got served up food. Amen? And uh, she gave her heart to the Lord. She, she prayed the prayer of salvation. She's on her way to heaven. Come on, somebody. Isn't that what it's about? Reaching one. Teaching one. Amen? So today I'm going to be discuss, talking to you guys about soul winning and evangelism and a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe the Holy Ghost wants me to do something else. I'll do it. Amen? Is that okay? Father, I thank you for this phenomenal church. I thank you for these phenomenal people. Lord, I thank you. Lord, as I, as I minister, Holy Spirit, that you would, you would use me and speak through me what you want to get to your people. Father, I thank you, Lord. May these not be my words, but may they be your words. Father, I thank you. May you touch your people. May their hearts be open, their minds be open to receive from you. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Do what no man can do. You do it your way, the perfect way, the the expertise way. And, Father, may we be changed. May we see the repercussions of this service. Father, may may we cry out to you. May you come and touch us and answer us in Jesus' name. And all God's people. Amen. Well, praise God. <clears throat> Let's turn to our Bible 
uh, the book of John, chapter 1, verse, uh, we could start at verse 35. John, chapter 1, verse 35. Hallelujah. You know, I'm going to say what the Holy Ghost told me to say right before I started the minister. Some of you here right now, the Holy Ghost told me last service, there's people going to be in the services that they feel like they're dormant. They feel like they're, they're dormant. They're not doing anything. They're stuck in the, the nine-to-five routine. They're, 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 they, they work. They, they know everything they're going to do every day. There's nothing. There's nothing changed. And today, by the Holy Spirit, you will be undormant. You'll get the fire on you, and the fire of God is going to change you. The fire of God is going to equip you, glory to God. You're not called to retire. You're not called to sit by and relax and let somebody else do it. No, you're, you're called to labor. You're called to work. You're called to serve. And today, by the anointing of God, you are going to be refreshed. Amen. Where you felt you had no strength, you are going to receive strength. Where, where maybe you thought your vision got dimmed or, oh, you might say, I'm getting too old or I'll let somebody younger do it. No. Those words fall to the ground in Jesus' name. You are as young as you feel. Glory to God. You are as young as you feel. There's no age in the spirit. Glory to God. So if that's you, I want you, you know, I want you to open up your ears to hear me. Amen. I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to do a work. The only way you allow God to do a work is by you opening up your heart and receiving. Because it's, it's pride that's, that says, I don't need to be taught anything. I know my Bible. I read my Bible. That's prideful. And God can't use or work with anybody that's prideful. Because even as a minister, I need help. I go to God for help. Even as a minister, I need strength. Even as it, 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 takes, it takes you to just humble yourself and say, God, I need more of you. I'm hungry for you. I don't want to leave this earth without fulfilling my call. And everyone here is called to win souls. Say, I'm called to win souls. And I will win souls. Say this, I'm going to populate heaven and depopulate hell. Amen. How many people could, um, could say they grew up in Rockford? Raise your hand if you grew up in Rockford. Okay, quite a few of you. I didn't. I grew up in Long Island, New York. And uh, my wife and I were called by God to move here. I want to go closer to the ocean. God moved me further from the ocean. <laughs> there's, no, there's no oceans. There's, there's only lakes and farmland and here in Rockford. Amen. <laughs> but you, you pr- and there's a river. Amen. <laughs> and you could probably know, you could probably look and say, you know what, there's been something happening in Rockford. There's a lot of crime going on. It's actually, I think, uh, ranked 14th dangerous cities in America. And the only way to, to go down in that number is by preaching the gospel. Amen? The only way to stop crime, it isn't getting more police officers because that's just putting a band-aid. Though I love our police department. Amen? I love our police. I, I, I love our city officials. But that's not the solution. The solution is preaching the gospel. The only way to get the drugs off the streets is preaching the gospel. The only way to get guns off the streets is preaching the gospel. The only way to stop the perversion and and stop the the sexual sin is to preach the gospel. The only way to to combat evil is good. Glory to God. And God's called all of us to occupy here in Rockford. 
Amen. God's called you to occupy. God's called you to, to take up. His, his word and to speak it and declare it. God's called you to be a soul winner. Glory to God. God called you to be a witness. Can anybody hear witness of what God's done in your life? How many people, if I was to give you a mic, say God's done miracles in my life? Amen. Your testimony is one of the strongest weapons the enemy tries to silence. But then when we have the opportunity, we don't even testify. We see somebody doing, see somebody in the exact position we were 10 years ago, five years ago, a day ago. And then when that person's at their lowest, we just, oh, we're going to pray for you from a distance. No. You encourage that person with the word. You encourage that person by the spirit of God. You help them if you can help them. You do all that you can do. Everybody here is important to God. I don't know why we look at each other like strangers sometimes. This is not in my notes. This is, this is what I feel in the spirit right now. Hallelujah. So today you're going to leave with a fresh fire. Today you're going to be reminded by the Holy Ghost of where you've been, glory to God, and how you could help somebody. Listen, you only, somebody can only escape from somebody if they're ahead of them and pulling them out. We're here to pull people up. God's here to pull you up. From your situation. God's here to pull you up, to raise you up. Some of you called into the ministry, like full time. And God's going to quicken you right now. God's going to do a, a new thing in you. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Souls is the most important thing. What is a soul? A soul is somebody. When we die, our souls either goes to heaven or hell. That's it. That's it. We can't take anything with us but the work we do, the fruit. And so when you see somebody that's going through something, the Holy Ghost quickens you if your ears are open to hear because God's always talking. May you move quickly in Jesus' name and witness to that person because everybody is somebody to God. Amen. Sometimes we just got to get a ch uh, check our heart. Who am I? You know, why would I go witness to somebody? I'm all dressed up in a suit and I, I'm, I'm so, you think so highly of yourself. It's not about that. It's about people. Ministry is about people. Loving people. Amen. <clears throat> the book of John chapter 1, verse 30, 35. <clears throat> the following day, John was again standing with two of his disciples. As Jesus walked by, John looked at him and declared, Look! Say look. <laughs> I like to talk with you all. hope that's okay. He declared, John declared something. That's huge. And he said, Look! <sighs> Hallelujah. Mm. Jesus. When he says, look, there is the Lamb of God. Verse 37, when John's two disciples heard this, they followed Jesus. Jesus, looking around and saw them following, what are you doing? Just imagine just Jesus walking on his way, you know, and these guys are following him. 
I wonder how they're following. You know, the Michael part of me wonders, how were they following Jesus? Were they, like, following right behind and being that annoying person? Or were they, like, following in a distance and, like, oh, wait, there he is. Like, like you know, oh, we're being followed again, you know? Just, to, I just, you know, that's, the Holy Ghost shows me things in pictures. Amen. It's like, look. Like, were they, was John sitting there and say, he was just sitting there enjoying a cup of coffee and his disciples are, are feeding the cows or whatever. Look there, there's Jesus. There's the Lamb of God. Let's go follow him. <laughs> how, how did that show up? I'm going to find out when I get to heaven. Amen. Y'all enjoying yourself? It's church. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus asked, what are you doing? He replied, then they replied, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Verse 39, come and see, he says. And I, I'm sorry, come and see, he says. It was about 4 o'clock in the afternoon when they went with him to the place where he was staying. And they remained with him <clears throat> the rest of the day. Now get this, this is verse 40. So if you're taking notes, mark this down because this is important. Amen. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. Okay, so Andrew, Simon Peter's, who has a, a sibling? Okay, and this is important. Okay, this is important. I know I'm live, so my mom's probably watching. Hi, mom. Hi, hi, Mima, my grandma. She's, she's 88 years old. Praise God. She loves the Lord. Amen. Shout out. Repping New York. <laughs> Amen. See, we weren't live last service, so now we're live and people are watching me. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'll try to behave. Amen. <laughs> Act dignified. <clears throat> Praise God. Um, was one of these men who heard, say heard, what John said and followed Jesus. Verse 41, Andrew went to find, say find, his brother Simon and told him, listen, there's people out there in Rockford that are lost. You only find something that is missing, that is lost, or you're not sure where, where it was. Anybody lose a set of keys, you had to go find? Am I making sense here? They're saying we had to go, he, someone had to go find their sibling. We have to go find the lost. We have to go in and tell people about Jesus. Glory to God. We have to do it. No one else is going to do it for us. No one else is doing, going to do it for us. And I'm telling you this right now because this is one thing I'm believing God for, you know, because I have some family members that aren't saved, and, and that's okay. But I say they're not saved yet because I know they will be. I know they're going to be sitting in the front row in church, lifting their hands and worshiping God, uh, being filled with the Holy Ghost. They're going to be married and, and, and with a Holy Ghost woman, glory to God. They're going to have a Holy Ghost family. I'm speaking this thing out. And because the, mo the more I go out in Rockford, the more I witness to somebody, I'm witnessing, I'm sharing the good news to somebody's brother, somebody's sister, somebody's mom, someone's aunt, uncle, somebody's father, glory to God. I'm sowing that seed. You know, the Bible says God's not mocked. I'm going to work for God and preach the gospel and tell people so this way God will send somebody to wrestle up my family, glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm not going to go to heaven and look back and not see my family. 
My family will make it to heaven. My, my cousins, my brothers, my, my, everybody in my family, they shall come to know Jesus. They shall call on the precious name of Jesus, and they will be saved. But we have work to do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Who's with me with this? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I'm going back up to, back to verse 40. Andrew... Simon Peter's brother was one of these men who heard what John said and followed Jesus. 41. Andrew went to find his brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. 42. Then Andrew brought, say brought. We are to bring people to Jesus. We are to bring people to Jesus. Say that. We are to bring people to Jesus. There's a lot that happens when you bring somebody to Jesus. Some people say, well, we shouldn't force people to come to church. No, we should force. We have to compel them, glory to God. Compel the people to, to get into the house of God where their breakthrough is, where their salvation is, where their hope is, where their help is, glory to God. We live in a community that there's a lot of people that don't know Jesus, let alone where, whether if they're going to heaven or hell. You can go to Walmart right now. I've done this. You can go to Walmart and go up to any random person and say, hey, quick question. Do you know if you are you going to heaven or hell? You could ask them, has anyone ever told you that God loves you? Some of them will say, no, I've never heard that. I've some of them will say, I don't know if I'm going to heaven or hell. Kathy Warner is one of our soul winners. She goes out with us regular basis. Have you ever heard someone say that? Stephen Pat, great soul winners. Have you ever heard somebody say that? And we live in the 21st century where you can go on Facebook and you have YouTube and, and Instagram and all this stuff, and people yet don't know if they're going to heaven or hell. That's a problem. And we're going to change that. Rockford shall be saved in the name of Jesus. Rockford, I'm going to declare it. Rockford shall be saved in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. The, the, the perversion, the sin, the, the guns, the drug dealers, they have to go in Jesus' name. Where there is light, there cannot be any darkness. Where there are soul winners preaching the gospel, there shall not be any darkness. Hallelujah. You know, I preach this message a lot. But every time I preach it, it's different. The Holy Ghost always gives me different angles. You could have been here in the first service and I sound nothing like this. Completely different. Because the Holy Ghost knows there's different people here. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's continue. 42, Andrew brought Simon to meet Jesus. Now, this is Jesus. Just get this, okay? Jesus, looking intensely at Simon, said, now, there was no Facebook, Internet. You couldn't Google up somebody's name. This was the Holy Ghost. This was Jesus getting a download. This is the gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Your name is Simon, son of John, but you will be called Cyphus, which means Peter. That person got a brand new name. When you bring people to Jesus, 
They get a brand new identity, glory to God. Your past is no longer important to Jesus. It's where you're going today. What decisions are you going to make for the Lord? What are you going to do for Jesus? You get a brand new look on life. You get set free from your past, glory to God. That's what happens when you win some, when you pray for somebody. When you step out in boldness. Has anyone ever told you God loves you? Listen, when we go soul winning, we don't condemn people. We don't tell them, hey, have you ever lied? Have you ever stolen anything? Well, according to your confession, you are a, lying and a, you're a liar and a thief. We don't do that. It's the love of God that draws people to repentance. It's the love. It's the, there's no condemnation. I don't care if they were a 20-year a, a convicted felon. You know why? I don't care because Jesus doesn't care. It's about them, what they're doing. It's about what they will do. And God has a plan for everybody. You, when you pray for somebody to receive Jesus, and they receive Jesus, they pray the prayer of salvation, what happens is they, they get connected to their destiny. They get connected. It's like an orphan finding out who their father was. Wow, my father was a well-off man. My father had a lot, of, a lot of, of people around him. My father was deeply loved. My father had so much glory to God. You receive that as a child of God. Some people get upset. Well, you know, they have to repent. They, they have to turn. They will. They will. But who, you're, who are we to tell people, hey, you got to do it. This is how you got to do it. There's no playbook. Well, first you do this. No. You know, it's never about a religion. It's always about a relationship. And all God wants is a relationship. All God wants is a relationship. I'm going to say that as many times. As some, some people are just getting this now. All God wants is a relationship. Because it's in that relationship where he could build you up. He could communicate you with things to you. He could say, you know what, you used to do that. But now you're my child. I don't like when you do that. Everybody thinks there's a, you know, you have to have a perfect vocabulary to be a soul winner. You have to be well educated. But that's not true. I'm proof of that. I'm proof of that. I graduated high school, amen, barely. Amen. I went to a community college. I dropped out. Wasn't for me. And I, I, I said this, I want to say it again, this service. But even I grew up in church, and I decided to do things my own way. And I wasn't, I wasn't the greatest Christian. I would try to be a good Christian, right? I'd get to church. I, I, I would say my hellos and my goodbyes. I'd tithe. I'd give, you know. But it wasn't until I got serious with God. It wasn't until I got introduced to the Holy Spirit. You know, because when I was in my lowest, and I, I was a backslidden Christian, I'm as backslidden as anyone can get. You know, it was my brother who helped me. Because when, you know, listen, I was like 21 years old, and I was, I was a member of a cigar lounge, a club. I would go smoke cigars and drink scotch with very well-off people. I had a really good job. I had worked for myself, had my own business. I was making really good money. My, even my father was pleased with how much money I was bringing. I was like, wow, you're doing really good for at such a young age. But I had all that, but I didn't know Jesus. I was backslidden. I was as backslidden as they get, they get. But then it was one time that uh, I'm going to try to not walk as much. So 
Sorry. <laughs> I see the camera going. <laughs> but then there was one night that I knew I had to go to church. And uh, it was my brother, my brother John, that he asked me. I remember I was sitting on my couch um, with my dog. <laughs> uh, and he said, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I said, uh, oh, probably going to hang out with Cooper, my dog, and watch a, a Hallmark movie. You know? I couldn't tell him I was going out and drinking. I couldn't tell him that because he gets so mad. Let alone if my mom found out, she'd probably beat me. I wouldn't be here. And I, but so I would tell him. I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to hang out home. And, you know, and I knew I had plans to go out and drink and everything. But then he's like, why don't you come to church? And there was condemnation I felt because I used to be a youth leader at my church. I should be real with you guys. This is, you know, I'm, I don't, there's no show here. Amen. If you really want to know me, get, take me out for a cup of coffee. I'll tell you my whole life story. <laughs> and so my brother said, well, why don't you come to church? And I said, ah, you know, really don't want to. Really don't want to. He said, no. I said, he said, why don't you come to church? Now say this. Say compel. Yeah. Why don't you come to church? Well, I don't want to drive. He grabbed me. He said, that's okay. I'll drive. I remember what I was wearing, a gray sweatpants, a, a white T-shirt, and, and Timberland boots. That's what I wore to church. No one cares what you look like. Just get to church. And then as soon as, that, as, soon as I, was, I, I was on my way to church now, we were late because <laughs> I made my brother late because I really didn't want to go. But the Holy Ghost wanted me to go. There was something inside of me that wanted to go. But I couldn't, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't recognize it because there was so much pollution, so much sin. My mind was clouded. And so I remember going to the church doors and, you know, the youth is worshiping and there's worship music on. And it's literally just like opening the door and I felt Jesus just love me. I felt his arms embrace me. I felt the love of God like no other. And I, I just walked myself to the altar. No one had to tell me to go to the altar. You don't need to go to the altar to repent or, or anything. But I, I felt that's where God wanted me. And I remember just crying, tears going down my eyes. And I'm, the whole way I'm, 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 you know, mumbling to myself, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm sorry. I've done so many evil, wicked things, so many bad things. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And as I get to the altar and I'm crying, I'm tearing up. I heard the Lord speak to me, I forgive you. I forgive you. I said, but why, God? I've done so many. How could you forgive somebody? That's why I said, how could you forgive somebody like me? He says, because you're my child. He's forgotten everything I did bad. He doesn't bring it back up. He doesn't, he doesn't tell me bad things. No, he's forgiven me. The Bible says he forgives you to as far as the east is to the west. And it was right there. I repented. And I cried out to God. And then my life has never been the same again. You know? But it takes compelling. Say compelling. 
It takes, you keep asking somebody, why don't you come to church with me? Why don't you come to church with me? You're going through so much hard time. You call me just to gossip. You call me just to complain. Well, I got an answer. The answer is Jesus. Now let's get to church. Glory to God. Come on, somebody. There's people out in Rockford that even if we don't pray for them on the streets, we can invite them here. Glory to God. I, I would say this is probably the greatest church in all of Rockford, in all of Illinois. This is a Holy Ghost church. We don't hate on people. We don't discriminate on people. We're here to love on people. We're here to get, the, get them where they are to where God wants them to be. And the only way we're going to see change, the only way we're going to see change is by everyone doing what God's called them to do. And that is preaching the gospel. That's telling somebody God loves them. It's not too difficult. If someone told you it's difficult, then they're lying to you. If somebody told you it's difficult to tell somebody, hey, why don't you come to church with me? You spend all that time on the internet, all the time gossiping, talking about other things. Instead of just telling somebody, your neighbor, your best friend. You know, my wife and I, we moved to Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, I had to get an oil change for my truck I was driving. And so somebody recommended me a, a, a mechanic, right? And so I said, okay. I went there. There's a young boy working at the counter. And I felt the Lord speak to me, hey, witness to him. Witness to him. You know, witnessing just means share a testimony. Witnessing just means tell somebody the, the good news. Tell somebody that God loves you. God loves them. It's not too hard, folks. And I see soul winners here. I see as I'm preaching, I see God touching people. Even right now, the, change, the way you used to think is being changed. That's what I see right now in the spirit. The way you used to think is, is actually changing. Because you can do this. Say, I can do this. I could be a soul winner. I could witness. I could share the gospel. Come on, y'all. Hallelujah. Listen, y'all have more time to sleep, so you should be louder than the first service. Amen. <laughs> and so I, as, as I'm sitting there, the Lord says, witness to this young boy. And I start, I go up to him, and, and the Holy Spirit told me, you know, stuff that was going on. I, I, you know, and the Holy Spirit reveals things to people, but never to embarrass. God's not in the business of embarrassing people. Amen. And so I, I go up to the counter, and I, I say, hey, how are you? And, I, you know, making small chat. Anything to just to get the guy, talk, the kid talking to me. And you know what? There was nobody there. It was just me and this kid. And I start telling him about my past. I start telling him about the clubs I went, of, of the clubs I went to when I wasn't saved and, and what God's done in my life and how he set me free from all that perversion, all that, all that garbage. How, how he called me into the ministry. How there's, a, there's an actually calling. God calls and speaks to people. God still speaks to people today. God, you could still hear God's voice. I'm telling you, he's still in the business of speaking to his children. And so I, I was talking to them. I was talking to them. And then all of a sudden, the back door swings right open. And I see this older man there. And I'm like, oh boy. You know? And he stands up. And he starts, he, what are you doing? Like, what am I doing? You know? And I'm telling him, oh, I'm just telling you, son of, you know, that was actually, didn't know this until later, but that was actually the owner's son. Okay? So I said, I started, I said, oh, I'm just sharing the gospel. Just tell him somebody about Jesus. You know? And then he listened to everything I said. And then he asked me, 
where do you go to church like that? I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get my church in trouble now. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> better let them know ahead of time. And I, I told them where I went to church. You know what he said next? Well, I want to go with you. Come on, somebody. You know, the son prayed the prayer of salvation. The, fa- the, the older man, her, his father, Don, prayed the prayer of salvation. They got saved in his mechanic shop, glory to God. Come on, somebody. There's always an appropriate, now's the time for salvation. Whether you're in a mechanic shop, whether you're in Walmart, whether you're at the grocery store, maybe you're at your accounting's office. You know, I know people that they go on the courthouse and they preach to people on the courthouse and get them saved. Amen. Come on. You know that guy, Don, I've been in great contact with him. He calls me, he talks to me all the time during this whole thing with the, 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 the COVID going around. You know, he actually, he actually got COVID. Doctors, you have COVID, and, and he had to go to the hospital and all that stuff. You know, the doctors said, you have it so bad, you're a 30 percenter. He was in the hospital. And the whole entire, the months that he was in the hospital, I, I would call the nurse's station and say, oh, I want to speak to my Uncle Don. And uh, Who's calling? Oh, I'm his nephew. And Well, he's sleeping. Well, put the phone on his belly so he can hear me. I would pray with him over the, on, on the phone. He'd be unconscious. They put him in a conduced coma. And I said, Don, I know you hear me. I know God loves you. I'll be praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'll be praying the perfect will over his life. Amen. And his son began to call me more. Even his ex-wife began to call my wife and say, could you pray? And my wife, we were ministering to that family twice a day, sometimes three, four times a day. His brother, the whole family was affected. Can I tell you right now, you could post that picture. This is my friend Dom right now. Just a couple weeks ago, he got water baptized. He got healed. He got, he got touched by God. He's not in a hospital. He's telling people about Jesus. He's one of the, the, the radicalist soul winners. He actually owns the mechanic shop. He put John 3.16. He gives away Bibles in his mechanic shop. Glory to God. Come on, that's a soul winner. That's someone that's, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. God did something for me. I'm going to tell the whole world, glory to God. His brother got saved. His brother goes to, I can go down the whole line of family. He got his strength back. He said, Mike, I'm working again. Praise God. He said, retirement ain't for me. Retirement's not for nobody. Glory to God. I said, Don, you're going to use your last days before the Lord calls you. You're going to become a big soul winner. He said, Amen. You know how he introduced me? I'm just sharing this because it's, it touched my heart. He introduced me as the person that, that led him to Jesus. That's a soul winner title. And I'm not saying, oh, that's good for you. No, I'm telling you, that's, that's for everybody here. We all have a role to play. We all have a part to play. I don't want no one going to hell. I want to take everybody to heaven with me. Glory to God. And it just starts with you just opening up your mouth. Hallelujah. It just starts with you. Finding somebody that is lost. Finding someone that doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Finding somebody that, listen, if God could save you, why can't he heal you? If God could save you, if salvation is the greatest gift, then why are we so worried about finances when we know God's going to provide for us? Why are we so worried about other things? If God could give us the gift of salvation, how much more does he want to get the finances into our pocket? How much more does he want to heal us? How much more does he want to direct our step, glory to God? How much more does he want you living in a Holy Ghost town, safe town, that there's no evil, there's no corruption? Come on, somebody. God wants people saved. God wants to use you to get them saved. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
We could believe God for one thing. We could believe God for a much more things. May your faith learn to increase as God does a miracle in your life. Because I see right now that there's people in here that's grabbing a hold of this. That you're going to call somebody. You're going to uh, invite somebody. You might be in Walmart and say, hey, you want to come to church with me? There's no pressure. You bring them to church. You sit them down. You don't need to explain anything. I, we had this uh, great, great lady, Miss Tracy. I, I, I pulled her out of Walmart. And the first time she came, she said, well, I work late. She would give so many excuses. I just kept compelling her. you got to come to church. you got to come to church. And then there's those people, well, you know, it's not about church. It is about church. Because in this church, the Holy Ghost dwells in this church. You can't go to some churches and get the same results. But in this church, I've seen miracles. In this church, I've seen people get changed. In this church, I see, I felt the fire. One day I'm sitting here during the 50 days and I stand paralyzed because the fire of God is so strong on me. Glory to God. It's in this church. The Holy Ghost lives here. The Holy Ghost dwells here. Hallelujah. So we invite people to this church. And as they're sitting, the Holy Ghost gets to work. Hallelujah. This is, this is hunting ground for the Holy. This is free territory for the Holy Spirit. You invite someone in it, you don't have to explain. Oh, this Pastor Kathy. She's going to be really loud. You don't have to tell them that. That's right. <laughs> they, they just know. Hallelujah. Here's, here's Pastor Mike. He paces a lot. He goes really quick. <laughs> Here he goes again. Talking about souls. Here's Pastor James playing the guitar. <laughs> Amen. You don't have to tell anybody. You let the Holy Ghost minister to people. You know, when I invited my friend Don to my church that I was in Pennsylvania, it was a Holy Ghost church just like this. And he just sat there. And it looked like, if anybody looked like they were not into it or they weren't feeling anything, it was this guy. Because he, he would be like this. During worship, he would give a straight face. No, no, nothing, 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 no life. And I'm like, wow, this guy's either really hates this church or something's wrong. But the Holy Ghost was dealing with him. The Holy Ghost was touching him. The Holy Ghost was speaking to him. After that service, he got up, he looked at me, and he says, I've never been in a church like this. I like it. And, you know, he invited his friends. I, I mean, you couldn't tell him, hey, you don't have to talk about the church that. It's like you were paying him. But he, he had to let everyone know. The same way you've been to a good restaurant, you let everybody know. Now, this next month, this month of September, I want to compel you. Invite one. Who could invite one person? Who can invite one person? One person. That they know is going through a hard time. One person that they need uplift, they need to be uplifted. One person that needs to hear some good news. I did the last service. I told everyone, we're gonna, we're gonna, on the way out. It's called Operation Andrew. We're going to reach Rockford one person at a time. And each of you have a duty to God. The Bible calls it a great commission. Anybody heard of that? It's the great commission. It's the great commission. It's the one thing that makes God, your heavenly father, so proud. The Bible says he who wins souls is wise. God considers you wise because there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. There's eternity at the line here. 
And I'm praying. You know, the Bible says the harvest is ripe. It's huge. You can go door to door and you could ask people. And I bet one out of ten people will say, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm saved. I know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Well, I know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Some people think they're going to heaven just because they watch Oprah. Some people just think they're going to heaven just because they, they, they do good deeds. Some people think they're going to heaven just because they feed people. Just because they, they just help out in the church. It's not about the church. It's about saying yes to Jesus. Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior. And that's how we're going to change this community. That's how we're going to have a bigger reach. That's how we're going to see and reach this community like no other. You know Rockford just got a new police chief? They just got a new police chief. I tell you, as soon as I was in the hills, in the mountains, and I saw on my phone, Rockford got a new, I started praying for this police chief. Because we've been praying for our officials here. May the fear of God come on them. May they team up with us, glory to God. They see what we're doing. The crime rate, just a three-mile radius around the church just disappears. What's, What's your secret? We'll take this thing so far. You don't need to have a uh, theologian degree, let alone read the Bible and study the Bible, to turn on the news to realize God is coming back soon. You don't need to, to see, you know, to have someone tell you. could just turn on your local news and, and see it. Prophecy fulfilling. We're living in the last moments. We're living in the final days. Hallelujah. You know, when, when you lead somebody to Jesus, it's the greatest thing you can do. It's the greatest thing you can do. Because when you get to heaven, God's going to say, what did you do on this earth? What did you do? And, when you, and, and, and just like that, well, God, and you could show God. You could tell him, Lord, I'm a soul winner. Nothing makes God more proud than you being a soul winner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just feel the Holy Ghost right now. Hallelujah. You're not too old. You're not too old. Don't let somebody else outrun you. Do it. Tell somebody. Invite somebody. Write those names down. Begin to pray and intercede for them. Ask the Lord for divine connection, divine appointment. Just like that, that one lady in the first service, she, she just happened to hear during our food pantry days. Why don't you come to church here? Why don't you? Actually, Pastor Kathy told me the testimony. The lady's friend kept calling her. Are you going to church? Get to church. Get to church. Get to church. Get to church. She called her. She said, I'm on my way to church today. (laughs) Glory to God. That's what really happened. That's what really happened. And just like that, she gave her heart to the Lord. And now it's the church, us, we're going to feed her spiritually. We're going to cultivate her. We're going to shape her. We're going to help her. That's what we're all here to do. 
This is not just some fan club. This is not just some, I just pay my, my tithes, my tax, whatever you want to call it. It's not about that. Yes, you should tithe and you should give because the more you give, the more we can reach people, the more we can keep our doors open, the more food we can get to bless people, the more opportunities we have to get people on this property so another 55 people can get prayed for. Glory to God. Another 10 people can give their hearts to the Lord. It's about ministry. It's about love. It's about God doing the work that he's called to to do, fulfilling the great commission to go into all the world and to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. I'm telling you today, you're going to arise with the fire of God. The anointing is going to come on you. It, just right now, the anointing of God is going to come on you. The anointing of the Holy Spirit, something God is going to touch you with, your fi- with his fire and you're going to be changed. You're going to want to talk to people more. The boldness comes on you to preach the gospel. Listen, you don't have to go at the court, uh, the, 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 the street corner and with a megaphone. No, you could be in line. You could maneuver yourself and and, and any place you go, you could witness to somebody. Glory to God. It could be in school. It could be in a nail salon. It could be at a restaurant. Glory to God. Your waitresses and waiters should be saved the time they're done with you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's souls. It is the kingdom that is at line. It is the kingdom of God. There's people going to hell. And I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, there's some people in here right now that as I'm talking, it's like the Holy Ghost is saying, that's me. That's me. I want to I do more. I don't, wanna, I don't want the rest of my days to be sitting home in a rocking chair clicking the TV gun. I want to do more for God. I, I, I want to do more for the kingdom. The, listen, you don't serve God and finish last place. You don't serve God and finish last place. You don't serve God and at the end of, well, I'll just be in a retirement home. No, no, no. There's people out there that need to hear the gospel. They need to hear good news. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to pray for some people right now, if that's okay. I want, I, I want you to feel the fire of God. I feel it right now. I feel the tangible anointing. And it's in this anointing that God is going to touch you to touch other people. It's in the anointing. God will use it, the anointing on you to touch and reach other people. When you speak to people, You will speak just like Jesus spoke. Why are you following me? You'll look at them intensely, and the gifts of the Spirit will be activated. A lot of people like the gifts. The gifts are great. Hallelujah. What is he doing right now? He's praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. I want everyone to close their eyes. Because the Lord will will show you the, the hundreds of thousands of people that are perishing. There's people dying right now. There's kids contemplating suicide. They don't know. They've been blinded. The Bible says sin is pleasurable for a season, a moment. 
then after that, it takes you out. And the Holy Ghost wants to empower people that are serious, that are serious about doing the work of the Lord. Jesus. Oh, precious God. Some of you right now will begin to, to hear the cries. You'll hear the cries of people. It's not a game. It's not a game. I remember when, when I asked the Lord, Lord, show me the people that are going to hell. Show me how, what my role is. And the Lord showed me. I heard the cries of thousands of kids, adults. They don't know any better. They were raised. They didn't, they, no one told them about the Lord. But that ends here. That ends here. You will go out with boldness. You will grow, go out with the full fire, the anointing of Jesus, preaching and doing good, moved by compassion. You will reach more people than ever before. For truly the, the harvest is ripe and ready for harvesting. If you feel God touching you, I want you to come to this altar right now. But only if you feel God touching you. If you feel the anointing on you, I want you to come to this altar right now. And I want to pray for you. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.